Oi, Dajan. Woshu. Frederick. Hi, welcome to Nana's talk show. And that's my co-host. He just says um, he learned some new Chinese today and um, is using it. There's another thing you learn. You want to just tell the audience? Yeah. Gongshendang ni wala. Was it okay? Or? That's super enthusiastic. Thank uh, you so much. I think we will be so happy for just listening to that. And uh, please tell me how I uh, said it, if you um, liked it or not. And if you have some suggestion for what I should learn next time, tell me as well. Okay. Um, I am a little bit uh, sad today. You know why? Because a friend, I just like all of a sudden I thought about her in China. I texted her. I haven't talked to her for like a long time. So I texted her today. I said, hey, I said, don't take the vaccine, like just in case, you know. You know what she said? She's like, oh, my God, I just took it 30 minutes ago before you told me. And she told me in the tone of like, there's nothing she can do anyway. She's like, you know, she said, well, if I don't take it, they're going to force everyone to take it anyway. So it's going to happen. So I was like, okay, well, what can I say? I was like, okay, well, that's, I know it's difficult for for you guys. And um, and I said, I hope everything's okay. Just don't go to the crowd and stuff. Because the vaccine, you know, is said, especially from China, it's going to get you very easily get uh, infected, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So today I have many um, videos I want to share with you. The first one is about the hydroxy, which is like a year ago before the uh, WHO announced human-to-human transmission. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we already know to take hydroxy. And now, finally, people are starting, like more and more people start to talk about it. And, you know, we should watch it. Yeah. And you should share to your dad mm-hmm. and people who don't know. That's sure, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So... What happens is all these RNA viruses, especially these airborne RNA viruses, they, do, they, they replicate through a process called endosomal acidification. So what's going to happen is if you get hydroxychloroquine on board, you're going to, or chloroquine for that matter, you're going to basically make sort of attenuated viral particles eventually into the cell. Although, although the hydroxychloroquine blocks, it will actually get into the cell. But at that point, the flu virus, um, COVID virus, all the coronaviruses, are stunted in their growth. They can't really make good particles, okay? So what this means is a person who takes hydroxychloroquine chronically will have um, basically almost like a vaccine-like effect. They'll make some particles. They'll, they'll have maybe mild or no disease. There's a good chance they'll develop immunity. Um, so it's almost vaccine-like in its effects. And what does this do to the drug industry? It means that we don't need a flu vaccine. We don't need a COVID vaccine. We don't need Tamiflu. We don't need a lot of stuff. So if anybody wants to know why, okay, this is the why. This drug kills an industry better than it kills a virus. Okay? So that's the, that's the critical point. It kills an industry better than it kills a virus. All right. What do you think? That was from last year, right? What do you mean? That was the from early on, like you told me. Uh, like no, from... it was like lately. Ah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad uh, more people 
you know, start to know this. And talk about your own experience. Are you glad that you're I, taking it? Yeah, of course. I'm so glad we have been able to get in. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just hope more people will know. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the hydroxychloroquine in any country, many countries are subscripted. So it's very hard to get it, especially in Norway. It's like in... It's like... I don't know. We haven't tried, but I don't think it's going to be easy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's easy to get in the States and China and, you know, you can ship to, you know, but it's like we cannot ship from China to uh, the country like Norway or any Europe or anywhere we are. It's because, uh, what is it called? The border is going to take it. And we, I've tried to like mail two times. And, the, and one time, actually so funny, I made a hole inside a book and I put the hydroxy. I asked my, you know, uh, people, sure. my friend to put the uh, medicine inside and hide it and sealed it. And it was like, mailed to me. I was like, that is like, come on, you're not going to find out. And they find out. They didn't give it to me. So mm. we spent like five, I forgot how many times, five to 10 times of amount it cost in the retail, in the subscription retail. Mm-hmm. And I bought it and um, and we're taking it. So like super, super grateful that we got that a year ago. It's, it's insane. Don't you think it's insane? Because like you're a Westerner mm-hmm. and isn't it insane like, you know me and I, I like like someone who's crazy like okay okay like before who told you it's human to human i'm telling you like ugh, like please you know mm-hmm. don't you think like, everything came out to be true the things i told you don't you think it's crazy yeah i know um like i remember in the beginning right you said a couple stuff and i was like hmm i didn't think you were crazy but i was like i don't know if i believe this or not and then you know everything you start to say was you know, correct, and you know, now I just believe you. You know, because I know it's gonna. It's I know. Gonna Thank you. Happen. Thank you, Miles. Like, mm-hmm. and the whistleblower movement. Mm-hmm. Like seriously. Uh, so yeah, let's move to the second uh, vaccine scandal. I want to show you. And you know, I really hope, you know, this this video, this you know, can. You know, people can like, you know, like you can share to your family because they don't listen to you. Mm-hmm. You told your dad not to take the vaccine. He's like, uh, I'm taking it. Yeah. And so I hope and I see there's like a lot of side effects about like the picture of people getting all the like patches, red patches on the skin. Mm-hmm. It's so scary. It's mm-hmm. so scary. So, um, yeah, I hope um, if we can do more about this. Okay. Let's mm-hmm. show want to go to. um okay. Uh, Dr. Richard Fleming. Uh, Dr. Fleming, uh, real quickly, can you give your just your, a quick uh, your, your expertise in this area before we start going down the line of questioning? Well, the actual theory that explains why people with SARS-CoV-2 would develop a disease that's an inflammatory thrombotic disease called COVID-19 was first presented by myself in 1994 at the American Heart Association meetings. Uh, that theory on inflammation and heart disease, which accounts for these blood clots and inflammation, is now accepted by most people as the cause for these chronic inflammatory diseases, and that's why the people with comorbidities were dying with uh, COVID-19 uh, because they weren't being treated for that. I'm also the man who developed the 
imaging method for actually measuring changes in the tissue to monitor SARS-CoV-2 and COVID-19 and treatment responses. I have conducted a national clinical trial in seven countries at 23 sites showing what treatments work and don't. And I may be the only one who's actually gone through the review documents of the EUA to look at what these vaccines really can and cannot claim that they do. And we've done a tremendous amount of work to define the gain-of-function work, where that money came from, who was involved with it. And that's important because the spike protein that's coded for in these vaccines represent this genetic sequence that is man-made. So the virus vaccines, that are, uh, which are drugs that are being used, actually contain sequences that are human inserted into viruses. So that what we're dealing with is not a naturally occurring virus, and it is doing exactly what it was designed to do, which is to increase infection and produce inflammation and blood clots. And so vaccines like Johnson & Johnson or Pfizer, Moderna's or AstraZeneca which actually has a uh, component in it to try to dissolve blood clots, uh, are actually doing what one would expect. They're producing inflammation and blood clotting. <clears throat> when the virus is initially passed from person to person, it was only the people with these increased tendency to form these blood clots and inflammation, all the people with the comorbidities, the older people, the heart disease, the diabetics, who were showing the signs and, and were dying, again, because they weren't vaccines, we're dumping a larger load of material to make this non-naturally occurring spike protein, producing this inflammatory response in people that normally would not have a problem, but because there's either 13 billion or 50 billion, depending upon whether you're talking about the mRNA or the DNA vaccines, uh, even people that are healthy are now producing this increased inflammatory response. And that's why you're seeing the blood clots and the deaths. Why in the mainstream media on CNN and MSNBC? Why would you be considered a uh, apostate? Uh, and at the mainstream media, you hear Dr. Gupta, you hear these people on on CNN, the same guys, by the way, that told us it came out of a bat cave on the Laos, China and Laos border, and it came up a thousand miles through the back country and got to a wet lab, but had nothing to do with the P4 lab down the street. Um, why why would they say Fleming's another crank? Uh, Fleming's a nutcase. Uh, Fleming's one of these anti-vax guys. Why? Why is the? It seems like the mainstream thought of the scientific community. Uh, it, it would be opposed to your analysis, right there. Well, I think there's a lot of uh, egg on face, if you will, from people that uh, are now following kind of the party line. You know, if you ask, I'm an allopathic doctor. I'm an MD. I'm not anti-vax. I'm just anti-bad medicine. I'm anti-using something that hasn't been proven to be effective or safe. And most people use the term safety and efficacy, and that's that's flipped around. It's efficacy and safety. And one of the things that nobody has apparently done, because I've heard nobody talk about it, if you go to the emergency use authorization documents for Pfizer, Moderna, and Janssen, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, and you take out of those very documents that the FDA saw and you look at the numbers, which is the slide that I provided. I don't know if you have that in front of you. And you actually ask the, the, the legitimate first question, do these vaccines reduce, statistically reduce, the number of people who come down with COVID-19? If you look at that data, not my data, their data, 
the data that they submitted to the FDA. If you look at that data, you'll see that seven days after the second injection with Pfizer, there is no statistical difference in the number of people who come down with COVID, whether they get vaccinated or not. If you use the Moderna data and they want you to look at two weeks after their second shot, there's no difference in the number of cases of COVID, whether they get vaccinated or not. If you look at the Johnson & Johnson material, at 14 days, <clears throat> there is a statistically significant difference. But two weeks later, at 28 days, using the EUA documents that these companies provided themselves, there's no difference between the people who got the Johnson & Johnson vaccine and those who didn't as far as developing COVID-19. So the first question is, are these vaccines beneficial? And the answer to that question, based upon their documents, not Dr. Richard Fleming's, is no, there is no statistical difference. Then you can start okay, okay. asking that other question. But, 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 but hang on a second. Hang, but hang on a second. They say, and you see on mainstream media all the time, it's 96% what, effective, 96% efficacy, right. 98%? Today, today, hang on, today, uh, the, uh, I think Willie Geist at MSNBC, we started the show with, they have breaking news, and he comes in, and I think he's reading something that says, the one, you know, the six uh, clots per seven million still means it's 99.99% effective. So what say you to that? Right, so at vaccine efficacy is determined exactly opposite of what you think it is. It is how many people came down with COVID in the vaccine group over how many people came down with COVID in the non-vaccine group. And that's called the risk ratio. And you take one minus the risk ratio and that gives you vaccine efficacy. And that would be like me coming and telling you, Steve, I want you to take this drug because it's gonna fail only this amount of time. But if you ask the question, which is, does this vaccine prevent people from coming down with COVID-19? And you take their data and you run their numbers, which is in that slide that I sent over. It shows yeah. that even though you think there's a difference, that's why we do statistical analysis, it shows that there isn't a difference. It's just random chance. There is no scientific evidence in the e e document experimental vaccines. They have not been yeah. FDA approved and yeah. people are not signing informed consent on these experimental drugs. And, and both Pfizer and Moderna quit recruiting for their experimental protocols on or around the 20th of January. And at that point in time, they didn't need to because they, these were being rolled out and they didn't need to recruit anybody because everybody listening to your program and everybody not listening to your program is either in the experimental or the control group of this study. So they don't need to keep recruiting people. The numbers themselves show the vaccines do not make no difference in the number of people that will come along with COVID-19. What we now know is that we're seeing risk popping up across the board and they're all inflammatory and blood clotting. And it's affecting not just the people with the comorbidities, it's affecting the people that normally now were healthy and they're being overwhelmed. And because their immune systems work, they're making antibodies to these, these vaccines. And let's remember two things. First off, the spike protein is not naturally occurring. It is gain of function. It is crossing the blood-brain barrier. And we know in yeah. the animal models 
of these spike proteins. We know that in the humanized mice, they develop spongiform encephalopathy, which is, for the general public, mad cow disease. We also know that in the rhesus macaque models, that about two weeks afterwards, they developed Lewy bodies in the brain and inflammation, and Lewy bodies are what cause Alzheimer's and a number of neurologic disorders. And those numbers translate into about a year and a half for human beings to yep. see the same consequences. So no statistically significant benefit from the very EUA documents that are posted, not mine, the companies, inflammation and blood clotting occurring with it, yep. Lewy bodies, mad cow disease, and nothing that suggests a benefit. It's okay. an experimental here, here, drug yeah. that people aren't sure. signing yeah. informed consent for, well, and, and you're part and, of and, the control or experimental and, group. And, and the companies are open. That's why you have the emergency use authorization. So this is going to get quite complicated. <clears throat> we want to have you back on. But last thing, today when they take uh, the podium up at the, at the White House, Dr. Fauci and the team. Around, around that. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Are you shocked? I'm pretty shocked, but... So this was recently, right? Yes, this is recently with scientists who's actually taking speech. Like, it's not me talking uh-huh. anymore. And she's like, sure, dad. It's not you talking or anybody. It's just... Yeah. I'm glad that um, eventually, you know, someone of authority can come forward and uh, talk uh, about this. Like you're saying, instead of you, right? You can listen to someone that actually knows this stuff and can explain it well. Yeah. Yeah. So it's exactly that we learned, right? Mm-hmm. Because in the beginning of it, we don't know about a vaccine hasn't come on. Miles already told us that it's going to be another pandemic or another like epidemic mm-hmm. because of the side effects of the vaccine globally. So we, I know like from Chinese vaccine, it's going to, it's probably like the other scientists we watch, she said. Um, you know, once Chinese Communist Party released the second part of the virus the people who took the chinese virus uh, vaccine is going to be very easy to just hooked with those virus and got like uh infected mm-hmm. and then their immune system is down because the vaccine kind of like change your how your body works so with the american like uh, american vaccine i know what i knew is like it's gonna shut your body down once they like meet the corona or something yeah and and the picture the picture of the people who took the vaccine is so insane Mm -hmm. is i don't know if i can show you but it's like from like the from the twitter i found today this is so insane this is like what you get after taking the vaccine Hey, send that to your dad. That's insane. <laughs> Seriously, you mm-hmm. don't want them to die. It's so, it's so frustrating. It's it's like you can do nothing about it. All we can do, and we can't even like. It's not like we can save ourselves. We have to like be tiptoeing around going out. We have to be careful because it's literally you're exp- you're literally exposed to eighty percent of ninety. You're basically exposed to it once you go out or anywhere. The grocery store there. Mm. It's, um, yeah. It's, it's nowhere around it. So, um, yeah, like I'm saying, that's why I'm so glad that we have the hydroxy. So, when we are exposed to it, at least we have this, right? So, what's the saying? Hi, Yongshu. Um, he said, 
Um, he doesn't understand, but oh, what he's watching with us. It has like Chinese in it. Oh, and he's just like it's shocking, like the the, the picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we have more. I have more to show you. Mm-hmm. Now we're gonna go to the vaccine has eight times more infection rate. Yeah. Let's go. Right now, the South African COVID nineteen variant breaking through the Pfizer vaccine, according to a new study out of Israel. Tel Aviv University finds the aggressive strain affecting 5.4% of fully vaccinated study participants versus less than 1% for the unvaccinated. Israel says the South African variant of the coronavirus may be able to evade some protection of the Pfizer-BioNTech a vaccine, while it has yet to be peer-reviewed, researchers at the largest healthcare organization in Israel have found data that suggests that the variant is able, in certain instances, to break through the protection of the vaccine more so than the original strain. This study that you're talking about involved the Pfizer vaccine. I'm on the board of Pfizer, of course, and it was real-world evidence derived from Israel. But the study didn't say, I think, what it's what some people are interpreting. What happened was they looked at people who had been vaccinated and who had become subsequently infected, and it was a small data set. I believe it was only eight patients who had the 1351 variant. But what they found was, compared to some controls or, or some matched controls. A higher proportion of people who had been vaccinated, who subsequently got infected, got infected with the 1351 variant. Um, it didn't look like they. It didn't appear they got very sick in the study. They just got infected with that variant. So I think it's intuitive that if someone who's vaccinated is going to get infected, it's more likely to be with one of the variants. That's the best you can conclude here. Also, one other key point, which was left out of the analysis. Is that everyone who got the 1351 variant who had been vaccinated got the variant before they were fully vaccinated? So it, the infection had occurred before 14 days after their second injection. Nobody got infected with 131 after 14 days. She said, "I am using the the what is it called? The one that we had, the, the, the tree skin or something." Mm-hmm. When he started using the hydroxy, he got、um, blurry, blurry vision, like I did too. Yeah, 我也是，我也是吃了超绿葵，眼睛就是模糊了。So he changed to like the the skin, like the tree skin. Yeah, yeah. Um. So how was the tree skin working for him? It's it's strong. It's strengthening your immune system. It, yeah, he felt the good.、Uh, yeah, it doesn't have the side effects、yeah. that much.、Mm-hmm. Crescentine.、Hmm. Okay, so I 
I think I haven't, I think we both do. As the, what happened in 2020, the pandemic that we have never been through in our lifetime, it happened, mm-hmm. right? We don't know how, what it is. We, our brain, I think to me, I couldn't even like make sense of how corrupt the organization WHO, just give you an example. It's corrupting, colliding with Chinese Communist Party to make it more, to spread more. Because you know the virus. You have to make it spread uh, like a lot to make it like dangerous and like. And you know, we, our life, our way of living has changed totally. Mm -hmm. It's been the second year. And I haven't had family member that has get has got the coronavirus but by just looking at the videos coming from mainline china once the wuhan virus got out and how everyone was like like have to stay home and cannot go out a lot of old people they don't have money they don't have food you know what they end up? They end up just suicide, jumping from the window. Mm-hmm. Those things, for at least for me, I haven't. It's like very hard for me to make sense with my reality because my reality is, you know, in Norway, in the states, I'm studying all the stuff. It's very, what is it called? Um, like I'm a very lucky and, uh, what is it called? Like, very um. Privilege. Privileged, yes. Privileged yeah. to like get what I have uh, going through mm-hmm. compared to um, people in Wuhan and those they don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. And there's uh, there's like I can talk a lot about how the the the, code, the Chinese Communist Party for like over sixty seventy years make this toxic notion and make people just very stressed and keep working like a slave and ignore like okay tell talking okay now I'm, I'm just gonna say a little bit about my understanding about chinese communist party as my experience um so where do i start hmm so as a kid or whenever, I think it's very common for people as a kid, Chinese kid, your parents will tell you, be like this, you know, you have to be rich, you have to be good, make a lot of money, you have to be successful, like that. I mean, okay, I get it. And when I get to college, I don't know who I am. I don't know what I want. You cannot, I cannot really just find a career, like choose a major to do stuff. Because I don't know, because I love a lot of stuff. I haven't tried all of them yet. Mm-hmm. But to my parents and all the Chinese, they're pressured, right? They want to compare your kids with other kids. So they're like, you got to do this too. They already graduate. You need to do the PhD or you need to get to a really good com- company or you need like... And uh, to me, I was like, okay, I see everyone is like running towards one goal is to get be successful. Successful, you don't even know what that even means, right? Mm-hmm. But... I feel like I'm being pushed because there's so many people like running. I'm in the crowd, mm-hmm. but like literally, like, what, what, where do I am I going? Like I don't know where I'm going because like okay, you guys are going. That doesn't mean I want to go there, you know. Of course. But can you imagine people who 
I at least I had a choice to choose to go abroad and study. Can you imagine people who live in China who doesn't have that a lot of advantage getting to the school? They don't have the condition for them to get an education or even a good edge, just an education, normal general general one,、mm-hmm. and then to know more about the world. All they can learn is Chinese brainwashing them what is right and what is not. And now this pandemic hits. Everyone, I just feel like the government of Chinese communists is like taking too much. They're literally taking a human rights for you. Like literally shut you down and shut you inside. They they what is this side like?、Uh, they put the thing on top in in front of the door so you cannot go out. Yeah. They don't care if you're gonna get hungry. Mm-hmm. They they don't get care. It's they think it's too much. Mayo said they think it's too much population. They don't care if like so many people are gonna die.、Mm-hmm. It's like we still have a lot、mm-hmm. to be slave. Yeah, they have enough slaves. Yeah, I、mm-hmm. think for my age of people or like us,、mm-hmm. especially for you, you born you you know you're Norwegian. You you have never been through that、mm-hmm. and seeing that. Like if I show you the video of like when the Wuhan happened, it's literally just like watching a movie. It's like, oh wow, that's insane! It's just like we watching like Uganda or like South Africa having like serial killer or something, you know, something crazy. And I'm just like, oh my god, that's crazy! And we move on with the life. We don't relate it to us, and we don't think about what's the whole system, you know,、mm-hmm. and. But now it it gets to to you. It gets to you that y- everyone is actually in this right now. You can get infected anytime,、mm-hmm. and for yeah, it's a little bit heavy. But for us to like be able to know what is going on ahead in the beginning of everything before even official government announced it, I feel super, 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 super lucky. I'm just like, oh my god,、mm-hmm. you have to, you know. Give back and do all we can to do the right thing when you see something's wrong. Yeah, we need to. Okay, I'm gonna write some comments.、Mm-hmm. Um, you, you want that one there? Okay.、Yeah. Okay, Yongxu said, "I'm in Shandong."、Um, generally, the the pandemic, you know, it's it's controlled really well here.、Mm-hmm. But now there's a lot of people taking the vaccine, Chinese vaccine, and I feel very unsafe because they can just get infected and like you know break、yeah. out anytime.、Mm-hmm. I feel the same. I feel the same. Yeah, I feel the same. We worried about it as well because it's not safe, right? You don't know when they're gonna explode once they. You don't know where when the people who next to you took the vaccine and suddenly touched the virus and got infected. What like you know? Why it's like scary to think about, it and it caught it literally. The pandemic last year changed so much about relationship with human to human. Like when we go out, we we don't trust anyone. We're like, okay, stay away from me, right? We're like so protective, and I don't think, I don't think everyone like I don't think we're trying to. We're not trying to be mean. It's just like we're scared of the virus, and I think this is all everyone now. Yeah, I remember also in the beginning we were more cautious than anyone else, right? So when we went out, we went away from people, and people were a little weirded out that we 
like shied away from them. But now everyone's like that, you know. Oh my God! I have a user TWT.、Mm-hmm. He said, "I remember last year I was not I was in long hair but not tied up." Oh my God! Thank you. He said, "I look great." Lights、mm. <laughs> and the live stream is more soft. Maybe a big diffuser in front of me. Actually, we do. <laughs> is it is it maybe it's too bright?、Hmm. Maybe I'll change it later next time. Thank you. Oof, it's kind of heavy. I mean, you cannot not get heavy. Thinking about where we're at right now, this is a reality. This is not a movie. We're actually in it.、Mm-hmm. You only feel threatened when once it has anything to do with you. And like like now we know about the vaccine, and、yeah. your dad, you cannot convince him he's gonna take it.、Yeah. So it's like it's literally like the future is not in our hand. I mean, it's never in our hand, but we can't even help it, even though we know the truth. So I just hope this dream, you know, we can share and just like. More people will get to the bottom of it, know what is actually going on, because a lot of mainstream media they don't, they don't, they, you know, the 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 video I just show you it's from War Room Pandemic,、mm-hmm. Steve Bannon, right? Yeah. YouTube banned him. He doesn't have a platform anymore, so he has a little little website now, so you cannot find those information.、Mm-hmm. Isn't this insane? It's so corrupt, right? It's indirectly trying to kill you. It's the same as they did with.、Uh... What's the other political guy called?、Uh, he is、uh, American. Yes,、yeah, American. Yeah. Trump. He has a lot of、uh, connections with Trump. I think it's like、cool. on the same side. It was also banned from、uh, YouTube as well. Oh, Alex Jones. Yeah, Alex Jones. Yeah.、Oh. Right. Yeah. Steve Bannon. Yeah, it's so corrupt, right? <laughs> Why would they get kicked out if、um, someone's not behind a curtain and pulling the strings? <sighs> yeah. It's it's a heavy topic today, guys. I'm so sorry.、Uh, trying to keep it light. Okay.、Mm-hmm. The next one, I want to show you the Pfizer executive called hoping the pandemic turns into an endemic, meaning it comes out every year. It's just like flu. By by the by the vaccine. So let's 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 watch it. Yeah. So look at this. Pfizer executives have discussed hiking the vaccine price after the pandemic wanes. They basically were、uh, caught saying pandemic it's going to turn endemic, and when it turns endemic, they're going to make a boatload of money off that vaccine that they made. That is what they were caught saying here.、Uh, let me just read you the story, and then we're going to go into the implications of this because one big question I think many of us should have is. Then what the hell is the vaccine? I mean, did you create it with the intention to end COVID, or did you create it with the intention to stall so that you could continue to make more and have it not really cure anything, but just kind of subside some things? And then,、uh, you know, like what is this? What are we doing here? So it says a top executive for Pfizer suggested to investors last week that pricing for its COVID nineteen vaccine could increase post pandemic. So not only are they Excited that COVID is going to continue on and on and on forever, forever. That's what endemic is forever. It'll be here forever. Though they're saying they're going to actually hike up the price of the vaccine. The suggestion raises questions about whether a drug developed at the behest of the federal government to respond to a global crisis could turn a profit for one company. The possibility was raised by Carter Lewis Gold, a senior analyst for biopharma equity research at Barclays, during a virtual global healthcare conference hosted by the bank. 
Gold referencing comments made by Pfizer executives over the summer asked how the pharmaceutical company still envisions envisioned pursuing higher pricing as we move from a pandemic to an endemic phase, according to an edited transcript of the conversation, says, quote, clearly got a lot of focus on the street and in particular some of your comments around the potential for higher pricing. Gold set of Pfizer summer suggestion. I think one of the things that people point to is both the optics of that as well as some of their experience with the flu market. Now, this is absolutely different, but I was hoping you could maybe give us a little bit more depth on your thoughts here and around the potential to pursue higher pricing down the road. So what are you thinking about, you know, pursuing higher prices down the road? Let's let's hear from you. So in response, Frank A. Diamolo, CFO and executive VP of global supply for Pfizer, said the company anticipates a, quote, significant opportunity for its vaccine from, quote, a pricing perspective as we move, quote, from a pandemic situation to an endemic situation. He says, quote, so if you look at how current demand and current pricing is being driven, it's clearly not being driven by what I'll call normal market conditions, normal market forces. It's really being driven by kind of the pandemic state that we've been in and the needs of governments to really secure doses from the various vaccine suppliers, Diamolo explained. So what we believe What I believe as we move from a pandemic state, from a pandemic situation to an endemic situation, normal market forces, normal market conditions will start to kick in. And factors like efficiency, booster availability, uh, booster ability, clinical utility will basically become very important. And we view that as, quite frankly, a significant opportunity for our vaccine from a demand perspective, from a pricing perspective, given the clinical profile of our vaccine, he said. So clearly more to come here. But we think as this shifts from pandemic to endemic, we think there's an opportunity here for us. So that is what the Pfizer executive said, and this raises a lot of questions. The first question is, did they ever really think they were going to be curing the disease? Or were they thinking that they were instead going to just continue? Uh, Maybe they could mitigate the disease a little bit. And then they could then, uh, rather than cure it, you know, maybe they could have come up with a vaccine. Maybe, you know, and that would be the real scandal, right? If we found out that later on that all of these big pharma companies that we put so much trust into, we put so much trust into the big pharma companies. Big mistake, by the way. You know, especially all of these anti-establishment progressives for years going after big pharma, saying that they were just all on the take and that they had bought off our government and it was all just a big racket. And then suddenly the pandemic hits and all of them are like, oh, save us, big pharma, save us, big pharma. And now here we go. This is why you could never trust them, because then they come out and say, well, you know what? Yeah, OK, it's a pandemic right now. And so, you know, we're kind of at the behest of these governments. But once it turns into an endemic and it becomes like the flu, we can make money on this like the flu shot. And we can actually put a lot of money, uh, raise up the prices, you know, hike up the cost because it's not about saving lives. This isn't about ending COVID. This is about opportunity. And so what they're seeing right here, what they're admitting is we got an opportunity with this virus and we're going to go and milk it. And it kind of makes you wonder, you know, and we see this about many, many things. Why is there no cure for cancer? Right. We, we're able to do so many amazing, innovative things. And yet we don't have a cure for cancer. We also don't have Interestingly, a cure for AIDS. Somebody should ask. You know, we're all, many of us are asking these questions, but somebody should ask these these researchers and pharmaceutical companies directly. Congress really should be doing that, doing their job. But of course, they don't. 
And they say, and you know, they they were instead propping these guys up, acting like, oh, our saviors, the big pharma companies, the big saviors of the day. Here they are. They're going to come up with a cure for COVID, and we're all going to have to take it. And we're going to have these vaccine passports as well, because if we want to get back to normal, we're going to have to get the jab, and we're all going to have to do it collectively. You know, this is what we're still hearing in the media, and they they basically promoted this nonstop, only to now find out that even the big pharma companies are saying, we don't think this is going to end. In fact, we kind of hope it doesn't so that we can make a bunch of money off of it. We this is legit, and uh, it's it's actual, like, legit. I, I, I Googled it, so it's not. You know what it's this shocking. remind me of? Do you, have you heard about this guy, like, Martin Screlly? He did the same thing. I don't know. It was like two years ago. I think it was uh, a medicine for AIDS or something uh, along those lines. And his medicine company, they found out that his medicine that helps a lot with AIDS. And the moment he, they found out that uh, this could help people worldwide, he cranked the price up like 10 times, you know. The, this, the guy. Yeah, the guy, he cranked up 10 times and he basically said, you know, screw everyone. I'm going to take all the money and, uh, you know. And this is the same thing. He eventually got, uh, went to jail because of that. And I hope uh, these people also going to uh, meet the same faith as that guy and go to jail. You know, it's not, they can't, they can't do this stuff. I know. They don't really care about you. Yeah. They obviously don't. <laughs> it's, mm -hmm. they, they care about the, the, what is it called? The, what is it called? The benefit? Uh, economic growth. It, it's, it's like the, Cash, yeah. money, <sighs> profit. Thank you, Maverick. Mm -hmm, profit. Wait, have we seen Maverick before? Why do I feel like I've, I've seen this name before? I feel like I've, I've seen that name somewhere. Um, have you been here on the other uh, streams, Maverick? Sorry, my memory is a little bit. Uh... Yeah, me too. I'm getting old. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but hey, Ma Maverick always get the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he got it. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Because I remember Maverick. I didn't remember the... Mm. Nice. So what is, what is the Chinese? <laughs> right here? Oh, he's... Yongxu is asking, where are you from? He's He said, you look like you're from Western Europe. What, what is Western Europe? Western Europe. Is it that, Germany or something? West, that would be like uh, England or something, right? France <laughs> or England. He's from... Where are you no. from? I'm a Norwegian. Yeah, he's from Norway. Yeah. Beode. How do you say Norwegian in uh, Chinese? Norway. 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 No, not Norway. Nor. 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 Way. Way. Yeah. <laughs> say it again. Norway. <laughs> Norway. <laughs> oh my God, he's so funny. Uh, all right. So during during I was like um, just searching for the information of uh, the video, right? Mm -hmm. I found something so shocking. That's why when I was reviewing the video, I was like, <gasps> I was like dropping my jaws, and I was like, I'm not gonna show you until right now. Oh, You're yeah. gonna watch it for this first time, and I want you to. Know, I want to know what's your reaction because it's. I I also googled it. It seems also legit. So please. Um, if you wonder, you know, I, I like encourage everyone, you know, to do the same and find out like more about this. It's about PRC test. 
is also can be used to just secretly implant the vaccine all to you without you even realizing it. So now we're gonna see, okay? I've been waiting for this. You've been, he's been waiting for this. It's gonna be a good one. Biomimicry is proving to be an effective approach to reimagining technology. We are currently seeing a new wave of bio-inspired medical devices. Meanwhile, researchers at Johns Hopkins University have designed a micro device inspired by the parasitic hookworm that can embed itself on the intestine. The star-shaped device called a theragripper lodges onto the intestine where it can hold for an extended period of time to slowly release medication.
Yeah, what is that? Just wait. Just wait. <laughs> Is he holding there? Some uh, hot stuff? Some heat, yeah. So when you do that to your nose, it's stick to it. Yeah, and then it will fly climb. right to your Absorb the water, or just me. Looks like that, right? It went away. Anyway, so it says that that's how the PR PCR test. Well, just you know, get the freaking vaccine without you even realizing. It's like what? My God! Now we're literally not safe anywhere. We can't even take. Let me read some comments. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. New Yorker, New Yorker, he said. Hmm. Peter Navarro said it might be ninety percent percent effective in terms of helping somebody either not get the virus or have mild symptoms. He's talking about the vaccine. Yeah. But you got a fifty percent chance with the vaccinated person that you can still. I mean, fifty percent. I mean, everything's fifty percent, right? Everything's mm -hmm. like you get it or not. Mm -hmm. So, and we just watched the vaccine. How like eight times more, like. Like easy to get affected and stuff. Yeah. It's getting summer in Norway, so they're asking: Is it um, in Norway? Is it like uh, super bright or super dark? What is it called? <laughs> the 
So it's not. It's like almost summer. Yeah, you know, um, we have had a winter that has been long and uh, cold as it is in Norway. Right? It's, uh, but now finally it starts to get a little more warm and nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, Yongxu is typing English now. He said, "I know a kind of parasite that can enter the human brain." Anyway, so what we just watched, I searched about like the the John something, the university, and it it has an article talking about it. John Hopkins. Oh yeah, is that is that the one? Yeah. yeah. So I encourage people who think that's so shocking do more research, just like I did. I'm not confirmed. It's not like officially confirmed by anybody that this is a thing, but. John Hopkins is a really reasonable place as well, you know. Oh, okay, insane. I don't know. Okay, isn't so, that insane? That is insane. Because PCR tests, you literally need to take mandatory when you need to fly to other country. Mm-hmm. It's 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 you have to have. Yeah. Like what? We cannot even travel. My God, what can we do? You know, only be inside. I think what we should do is to bring our own cotton. Are they use this? <laughs> use my cotton I brought. <laughs> you know? That works. Yeah. All right. I have two more uh, video. Is We're going to move to... It's about the Vatican. Vatican. Vatican Rome, is always... Vatican um... scandal with the CCP, right? And uh, about the Chinese digital money, how it's going to... Competing with the U.S. dollars. Who would have thought the Vatican has done something? Uh, huh? Yeah, it's, it's nothing new here, but yeah. So the Vatican, what I know, if I have never heard about this thing before, mm-hmm. is like they had the scandal about the pedophilia stuff, right? Is that what you know about Vatican? That is one thing I know about. Well, the Vatican. What is the other things you know about Vatican? Uh. Well, I know about, uh, you know, uh, Catholic priests and stuff like that. They have buried and they have um, had intercourse with nuns and they have been pregnant. And so they bury their children underneath around where they are, you know, and uh, underneath the church and stuff. So people have found corpses of dead, um, you know, infants underneath their churches. But that's not specifically in the Vatican. That's just Catholic uh, priests all over the World in Spain and Italy and stuff. Damn, man, this is too too deep, mm. too too dark. It's kind of depressing. Yeah. All right, let's see. Steve Bannon, uh, talking about Vatican scandal. Wait, yeah. Mm-hmm. It just so lost its way. The day we had this massive financial scandal, massive financial scandal. That let's talk about. It. At the same time, listen. If we get it to Denver, I want to put up. You got you got this this ridiculous uh, conference they're going to have in May. Right with with the uh, celebrities and musicians and just it just it it, it tears your heart out that it, this is a church that administratively and in some of the way the teachings are be, being given I think by some of these radicals that run it it's just we're at a very dangerous moment for Catholicism Liz Jor why don't you take it Thanks Steve um, since we're talking about the Bible um, I think we should title this segment um, the Money Changers. I mean, we know what Jesus Christ did to the money changers in the temple. Well, here we have the um, this ongoing scandal that actually has been occurring in the Vatican since 2014. Now, remember, 2013 is when Francis stepped in. This scandal is so extensive that the Italian police have codenamed it 
Operation Breaking Bad after the TV show Breaking Bad. Um, and the characters and principals in this investigation are none other than the Secretary of State, Piero Perolin, who, um, by the way, is the drafter of the China, the secret China agreement and the secret China renewal agreement. And his number two, Cardinal Bei Chu, who is um, the number two in the Secretary of State's office. And Bei Chu, by the way, is the one that the whistleblower at the Vatican, Vigano, said, Bei Chu knows every detail regarding the predator, Cardinal McCarrick. So these are the two guys deeply embedded into the China deal and now deeply embedded into this enormous financial scandal involving okay. the Vatican. Yeah. Real quick, if we get the financial scandal, but this is what Miles Gross said a couple of months ago on this show, and they never refuted it. He says, hey, the China deal is because they're shipping them billions of dollars a year in cash because they need the cash. They need the cash, and McCarrick and Parallel have cut a deal, and that's why it's secret. Because China, Beijing, because they gave up on the bishops, they gave on the underground church. That's not Steve Bannon saying that. That's Cardinal Zen, arguably the holiest man in the world. Cardinal Zen from Hong Kong, who's Chinese, has said they've destroyed the church in China. They've destroyed the underground Catholic church. They turned them over to the uh, these... Uh, the Chinese Communist Party, this transnational criminal organization, which are all material atheists, right, to be destroyed. Perlin, Perlin, Perlin did it. And now he's, and because Miles Gore said they need the cash, that's what they did it. They took the cash from the Chinese. The Chinese bought them. And now you're saying, well, Italian police and London authorities, you got this massive scandal from West End of London, the most expensive real estate in the world, yes. cash but money being shipped out by Perlin. So walk us through what's going on. This is enough to make a, a grown man pull his hair out, right? This is obscene. This is an obscenity. It Lizard. is. It is absolutely obscene. Um, $200 million was used as collateral to purchase 45% interest in a property at 60 Sloan Avenue in London's Tony Chelsea neighborhood. Um, this $200 million, and I hope people are sitting down, came from Peter's Pence, which is the Pope's um, charity organization. You know, this is the this is a charity that the old widows sitting in the pew every year give from you know from their generous heart money to the Pope's charity for the poor, for the um, all sorts of horrible, terrible things that are happening around the world for plagues. This is the Pope is able to use this money. Uh -uh. Caroline and Beichu, along with Francis, who was fully aware of this deal, put their money into the, the hard-earned money of the charity of the Pope's Peter's Pence um, into this highly speculative deal. And um, they used brokers, financial brokers that made millions on this deal. Now, this started in 2014, and an interesting thing happened in 2016, and this is where it gets very interesting, where breaking, Operation Breaking goes breaking bad. Powerful um, Cardinal George Pell of Australia was appointed the head of the economy, the economic, prefector of the economy in the Vatican. He was charged by Francis, clean it all up, clean up this mess. So Pell was going through the books. And what Pell found was that this 
$200 million loan was kept off the books, off the Vatican ledgers. And he blew the whistle, pelted on Beichu and on this deal. And he and Beichu had a huge clash. And there was an explosion and it hit the news. And what happened was Beichu, without any authority, canceled the forensic audit that Pell had put in place by Price Waterhouse, and he immediately terminated the deal. So shortly after that, Pell had to go back to Australia to defend 40-year-old charges, clergy abuse, sex abuse charges, that he ultimately um, was able to be exonerated with. Um, but this is very interesting because all, when this, this deal was found off the books, um, that started a process in place by not only the Vatican investigators, the Italian police, but also the London police who began investigating this deal. And in 2018, what happened was Beichu was made a cardinal by Francis. There is nobody in the Vatican who's closer to Francis than this guy Beichu. And he ironically was taken off the Secretary of State's um, office and put into the dicastery that <clears throat> canonizes saints. Um, so Beju is out of the Vatican, but everybody is looking at this deal. Um, it's highly speculative. In 2019, the Vatican police raid the Secretary of State's office and the Vatican's financial watchdog. Five members of the staff are suspended in, um, in fire. Liz, and then the Vatican Liz, police... Liz, Liz, just hang on one second. Hang on one second. We'll hold you over the break. We're going to get to this. Uh-huh. What do you think? Well, it's like, um... I don't know what to say about that. Yeah? Are you surprised? Mm-hmm. You're surprised? Well, I'm not surprised by the Vatican because they always uh, <laughs> tell us with that. Focus. Mm. It's the Vatican, you know, they uh, always have been up to, uh, you know, sketchy stuff. Yeah. So I, I want to tell you more about the Vatican, right? Mm -hmm. Vatican is so powerful because of the religion and all the stuff, right? And a lot of people believe in that. Miles Todd mentioned that once somebody has everything, the elites, once you have all the money, you go through all the stuff in life, the most thing that you care the most is you go to heaven when you, before you die. Mm -hmm. So they will spend like millions or hundred millions, I don't know, very expensive money to book appointment with the Pope. Mm -hmm. to stay at the bed by their side to, like, say, you'll be okay and pass them over to heaven. Mm -hmm. So because of, and, you know, a lot of, uh, what is it called, gangsters, you know, those, uh, all the mafias or the power elites mafias, right? Mm -hmm. Well, they, um, they have a lot of guilt. So what the Vatican did is, you know, the Pope, so once you said, I'm sorry, Father, I did this, and like please forgive me and he's forgiven he can mm -hmm. go to heaven mm -hmm. so it's just a lot of power about those religion stuff right yeah so the state the most powerful stuff in the world one like my one is like 
US dollars or something. Mm-hmm. And then one is this Vatican. And then why, that's why CCP is colliding with it. They're trying to, you know, mm-hmm. and they give them a lot of money every year. They ask them to not uh, interfere with how the Chinese government deal with their religion in China because they're like burning on the churches. They don't want people to have religion. Mm-hmm. So Vatican was the most powerful represent of all the religion or other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. They are not going to make any comments. Instead, they also support Chinese government. That's what they need is power. Mm-hmm. That's that. So it's a, I might not explain very well, but it's, a, it's a, around there. So let's read some comments. Um. Yeah, you know, she says some people say Ben is far right, but I think Ben is a normal person. Mr. Ben, uh, user TWT said, Mr. Ben is our master. Miles often saying my master. Yes, mm-hmm. actually, Miles always say that. The world has been destroyed by CCP. Ben, uh, yeah, infiltrated already to left. I have seen pictures of Ben when he was young. He was handsome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just want to show you guys what's been going on with the Vatican and the Chinese scandal. Is there anything you want to add? No, I'm not surprised about this. Um, I have a question about you. Mm-hmm. Uh, as in Norway, right? Yeah. Are people religious? Hmm. Uh, I think some people, um, like my parents and those, that kind of age, I mean, some of them are, uh, you know, Christian or something like that. But people my age, most of them are not. You know, we can see through the... But I stuff. know that when in Norway, everyone has to go to the church to get married. Mm. You have to get registered in the church and, you know, father will, like, bless you or something. Announce the stuff. What is it? I don't know a lot. Um, yeah, it's they're going to do the ceremony and it's going to say, like, they're going to bind you. With God yeah. and stuff. So what but is you, it called? The anyway. But you can also have a, a civil ceremony. Basically, like um, you're gonna get married, but not Christian. But where do you go? You go to the church, right? And then you just write some papers, and then you can do a party, basically. Really? Yeah. Huh. But normal people go to the church. Yeah. So I guess Norwegian, not you or not, but most of them are religious, right? They're like traditional religious, yeah, but traditional. not actually know, spiritual religious. No, no, no. Spiritual is totally different. Realm. I mean, like, they, they don't believe in God. They just do it because, you know, that's what people do. And they go to the church and marry because that's what people do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you think you're... Yeah. Do you know a lot? Do you think they know a lot about... What What, what do you think... Is that the same impression that you had about Vatican? Other Norwegians? Like, what do you mean, then? Like, scandals. Yeah. That um, that's what I, I guess I, I'm not surprised. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so another very important video, <laughs> it's the last one, is that, uh, and then when we get more after we finish the video, we'll get more time and we we'll chat with the uh, comments, and I'll translate. If you guys want to speak in Chinese, I can translate to him and can talk, interact with you guys. Mm-hmm. The last video is uh, China starting to use this, um, uh, what is it called? Digital, digitalized central bank, like, right? So your money has to go online now, mm-hmm. uh, which is to hold all the power about Because once you're not good, they'll just uh, cut your money out and you're just gone. Mm-hmm. And the most insane part is they give you a deadline for using the money. 
if you don't use it in like two years, it's expired. Yeah. That's the most insane thing I've ever. But the the, the thing is that their Chinese Communist Party is trying to use this to take over or you know take down the U.S. dollar, mm-hmm. which is challenging the elites mm-hmm. of the biggest elites of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, deep swamp. Yeah. So let's watch it. Let's watch uh, how they talk talk about this uh, central. Let's watch it together. Hmm? Huang Dan just paid with a new type of money at this pharmacy. Oh, That's because China's paper cash is going digital. The digital yuan is meant to be faster than using credit or debit cards on digital wallets like Apple Pay. Plus, there are other incentives, like zero transaction fees for merchants, and one day it'll even work offline. But one major difference is that the digital yuan is 100% trackable by China's central bank. And when it's launched nationwide, it could impact not only citizens, but also foreign companies operating in the country. The central bank will know who's paying, how much they're paying, when they're paying, where they're paying, and then to analyze the patterns of payment. China's central bank has also said it plans to gradually replace all cash and coins with the digital yuan. The country would be the first major economy to introduce a digital currency in the real world. And while many users say the digital yuan is easy to use, China's money revolution could usher in privacy concerns. Using the phone to pay isn't a new concept for Huang, since he's one of about 770 million mobile payment users in China who rely on digital wallets like Ant Group's Alipay and Tencent's WeChat Pay. These private tech firms hold data on transactions, which the government can access. But because the digital yuan is developed by the central bank, there are no third parties, and that data sits with the government. To begin testing the digital currency online and in physical stores, last year the Chinese central bank started doling out digital cash through public lotteries in cities across China. Huang is one of the 750,000 people who have won some piece of the $23 million prize in the past year. To start spending his $30 worth of winnings, Huang first downloaded the Digital Yuan app. It recorded that he spent money on lunch and medicine one Saturday afternoon in the southwestern city of Chengdu. About 10,000 merchants in Chengdu have signed up to accept digital yuan. Zhong Jiayin manages a dumpling restaurant, and she said the digital yuan has some advantages compared with other payment options. For instance, two of China's most popular digital wallets charge merchants an average of 0.6% for every transaction. There's also another upside in the works. The central bank is planning to make transactions possible even without an internet connection. So restaurants like Zhong's won't have to worry about their spotty connections that sometimes make it hard to process digital transactions. Mm -hmm. This digital yuan is less about money and more about data. Yaya Fanusi is an adjunct senior fellow at the nonprofit think tank Center for a New American Security in Washington, D.C. He's been studying digital currencies for the past six years, and he says China's new currency is not as anonymous as it claims. 
Central Bank has talked about there being controllable anonymity, which really means it's anonymous horizontally, right? The users that are using it don't necessarily know the identity of everyone that they're interacting with. But vertically, it's not anonymous. The central bank is at the top with information on all the users. China's central bank has promised to protect users' privacy. For now, people can choose whether they want to use the digital currency. But the central bank has said that as the country becomes a cashless society, it expects the digital yuan to become the primary way to make transactions. The Chinese government could force Chinese companies to only accept payment in digital yuan, which would then force the foreign companies, their foreign counterparts for trade. It could ensure that they have to use that. Central banks have authority to control money supply, but their actions to restrict a digital currency would have a more immediate effect, leaving companies holding that currency all the more vulnerable. For example, Fenusi says China's central bank could put an expiration date on the digital money similar to how lottery winnings have to be spent before a certain date. It means that the Chinese government could set up a whole lot of things to have your currency maybe valid or invalid based on its own priorities. This is almost like handing over the keys to your business or to your finance department in some ways because you really can't control what at the end of the day may happen with the, the funds that you're holding. While there are privacy concerns, Fanusi says digital currencies can create more efficient monetary policy and counter criminal activities. China's central bank said its digital yuan system would help combat money laundering, gambling, and terrorism financing. Meanwhile, the central bank is also looking into ways to make international transactions possible in digital yuan. And Fanusi says there's a big variable that'll determine if that's going to work. Well, for to hold digital yuan and use it. It's not a given that all other countries are going to transact with this and will because of the privacy, the data issues. So this is really to be determined. While there's no set date for a national rollout, some officials have said the digital currency could be ready for wider use next February during the 2022 Winter Olympics in Beijing. I think there is an element of, of showing off for the big uh, for the big international audience. We have a central bank digital currency that we're using. We're the only country, the biggest country that's doing it. And China isn't alone in this experiment. According to one survey of central banks, 86% of them from the U.S. to Japan are exploring these types of currencies. For early digital yuan winners like Huang, he says the trial went smoothly. And if the currency does go mainstream, he expects the surveillance aspect will matter less to him. Interesting. You know what he said eventually uh, in the end? Hmm? He said, um, it's like it became like a must for me because I'm used to this. Mm -hmm. So the thing is, when they started, we use WeChat. Mm -hmm. No, we, WeChat and Alipay. Yeah. So it's like, and then you guys came up with the Vips in Norway and then, you know, all the other mm -hmm. Vatmo in America and stuff. Yeah. Cash app, right? They do the same yeah. thing. Yeah.
it kind of like it's all in plan. It's like they're planning for you to get used to so easy, just like scam it.、Mm-hmm. And now this digital currency, you don't even need Wi-Fi. You can just like, and it's a zero、um, transaction fees for the for the shops. You know, so it's like win-win for both parties. But the things they're taking more control over it.、Mm-hmm. They're just like you know all the information they can control. They can seize your money anytime they want.、Mm-hmm. You can. It's not like it's in your home. You can hide it.、Mm-hmm. Um. Ah, hi. So now I go. Okay. Well. Okay. Um. Let's read some、uh, English. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. The comments. Where did you start? Yeah. The the currency is really a number. Chinese Central Digital Bank. This is equivalent to implementing a dual dual currency system. Hmm. Um, do you know what that means?、Hmm. I'm not very good at it. I'm not an economics、uh, expert、system. at all.、So. Ah, 谢谢 thank you. Alex Z said, "The first talk English talk show." Oh my god, thank you. He、mm-hmm. said, "Thumbs up." So glad you like him. Say <laughs>、so、you know Chinese. Hmm. 谢谢谢谢 Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, my uh, Steve Bannon has. Been talking about like how this、um, China has been, you know, gonna trying to challenge the U.S. dollars,、mm-hmm. but right now, of course, I don't know anything about it. We watch Miles Stream, right? Learns a lot about him, from him.、Mm-hmm. So what I learned is that Miles said right now,、um, what Chinese Communist Party is using the gas, gasoline, to control the price for the gasoline, and then it's like. Control a lot of currencies, I guess, for the Chinese yuan.、Mm-hmm. So now, China. So it has been happened for a year or something that during after the pandemic, Chinese Communist Party has been working with you know the UNE.、Mm-hmm. What is it? UEA, like the Arab、uh, Emirate, Emirate, like um yeah, like、Just、you know to buy those United、uh, Arab Emirates. Yeah,、UAE. yeah, and to like control like the price. Because、mm-hmm. CCP is like, okay, we want the price to be like this, or you're gonna sell us cheap or something, and、mm-hmm. they do that, like, cooperating with them.、Mm-hmm. But the thing soon is gonna be a problem, you know? Yeah, it's not gonna be a long, long like plan to do that. No. Um. Yeah. I guess we have ten more minutes. We're just like, just uh, you know, it's about the show, and then that's around then. You wanna say say more about、uh, how you learned the two Chinese today? So, uh, 今天他学了两个中文的词。他想想，今天在开头的节目已经说过了，让他再说一次。Okay, what did you learn? I learned, "Gongchen dang, ni wa la." Ni wa la, ni wa la. Look at my face frozen up. <laughs> Funny. Oh my god! Hey, even the iPad froze up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so good.、Mm-hmm. Is <laughs> that so good?、Mm-hmm. And and、uh, welcome. I forgot that one. Thank you. Thank you. I didn't learn that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I learned it right now. Thank you. I taught you taught you last time. Yes. I have not been studying that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So we have ten more minutes. Um. I want to do a little bit. Uh. 
um, advertising for our May 4th Japan. We're going to have a big protest.、Mm -hmm. We have two,、um, the main farm, biggest farm, that's only two farms in Japan. It's Sakula and、uh, um, Osaka.、Mm -hmm. We're going to,、uh, you know, col collaborate. We're going to protest together against Chinese Communist Party. So please. So, please, everyone, yeah, if you're in Japan, we would like to invite you to join us.、Uh, it doesn't have to, you don't have to be in the farm and stuff, but you know, if you're not belong to any farm, but you live in Japan, we you know, recommend it's very,、um, it's,、uh, it's like, it's a very important protest because you know why? It has a lot of meaning because、um, it's gonna be,、uh, imagine after CCP is taken down and you went back and look. Mm -hmm. Before, because in China, there's never a protest. You cannot do any, you'll get killed.、Mm -hmm. And even people, everyone in China knows oh, if, if I talk something that's very、um, bad about the Chinese Communist Party、mm -hmm. on the WeChat, they're like, okay, no, don't talk about it.、Mm -hmm. It might not be safe, you know? Everyone knows that. And imagine, have you seen the protest in Hong Kong last year? Yeah, it was.、Uh... That's like really, it's like so brave of them. And、mm -hmm. a lot of the girls, young girls, got raped and killed and just、mm -hmm. threw on the,、uh, to the river,、mm -hmm. killed whole family just、mm -hmm. because she was protesting, try, just trying to get justice for her rights, human rights,、mm -hmm. because Chinese Communist Party trying to take their home,、mm -hmm. take control over it. And it's just insane because Maya's talked about it in 2018 and 19.、Mm -hmm. And at that time, it was like everything's so freaking good. Like, it's no way Hong Kong's gonna get to, like,、uh, like yeah you know, B show, you、mm -hmm. know, like, beep, you know,、mm -hmm. really bad show. Yeah. And that happened. So, this protest in Japan is gonna be so important. It shows, it's representing the new federal state of China, people who are in, like, the members of us who has been, who are in Japan, should, like, you know, it was very important, and everyone is like, So loving towards each other, you know, we have to hold hand to hand to take down the Chinese Communist Party. And by、mm -hmm. showing them how positive and how powerful we are when we get together, that's why they don't let you protest because when you're shattered around the scattered, you don't have power, right? It's more power. It's like, what's the media? Why, why media is so powerful? Like Miles said, more than nuclear weapon is because people listen to it and believe that.、Mm -hmm. Is there anything you want to add? No, just、uh, I'm together with you. Like,、uh, together we're strong and separate we're not, right? So. Huh? What do you mean? Wasn't that what you meant? That、uh, when you get scattered, then you don't have any power at all? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's like, you know, like one thing is very easy to break down,、mm -hmm. break broken. But when you get together, it's like very hard to broke.、Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what it is. And it's going to show s the world what. The new federal state of China are、mm -hmm. what people were very.、Um, we are not what Chinese Communist Party has been telling everyone who we are. So, the thing I forgot to tell you Chinese Communist Party has been telling global other countries that don't try to interfere with our people, citizen, because they deserve to be treated as a slave because it's too much population. That's how we deal with it. And you should be proud of us. How such a big country we can deal with it.、Mm -hmm. and, and they're saying the Chinese citizens, they don't deserve 
human rights and their rights, you know,、mm. because they're they're they don't they're uneducated and they're they're like, can you imagine your own country just say that to your people? And yeah, it's it's a lot of pain when you when you're Chinese and your country like say that. I can imagine, right? Yeah. So、mm. this protest. May fourth in Japan is gonna be representing a new phase of the new China, and to take down protesting, take down the CCP, and show how powerful we are,、mm-hmm. and how mind steady we are. You know,、mm-hmm. what do you think? Did 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 I show you any of the protests in Japan? Uh, yeah. I think you did, right? It's so amazing.、Mm-hmm. Like I love everyone so much. When you look at them, oh my god, I love them so much. Everyone is so bring their family,、mm-hmm. and just like even the kids is like take down the CCP.、Mm-hmm. And the, the I remember last the first time we did protest, the oldest、uh, grandma is like eighty or something, and you know, and we are like, okay, maybe you should not、uh, come because it's like it's a long walk, two hours. It's too much, you know. And you know what she said? She said it might be the last time for me. Like,、uh, like I'm already old, right? It might be I'm don't I might not have a lot of time to like to go to to undergo this with you guys. It's so such a special moment、mm-hmm. that we can protest against Chinese Communist Party because、uh, my generation we don't、uh, we are not like. It's already civilized China, but my my mom's generation, where there is like wars and people killing each other,、mm-hmm. is a lot of that. And a lot of、uh, Chinese have the restriction for having kids, and you have to get abortion after five months. You know how many people, how many baby more than five months old got killed during those period of、uh, con- like controlling the population in China? No, it's four hundred million people lives, babies. Oh my god. Yes,、mm-hmm. I mean, how much population in Norway is like five million? Yeah, that's、mm-hmm. like insane.、Mm. Eight, eight, eight times. Yeah. yeah, that's insane. So it means a lot.、Mm-hmm. So I just hope everyone who is in Japan could join us. You know, I will be joined with them、uh, through the camera. But yeah, ah, Yongxu, she said, "Okay, it's too late. I'm gonna go." Bye, 晚安。晚安。晚安。So yeah, so let's end the stream、mm-hmm. with our protest、uh, video. Yeah. And okay. Okay, give me some time. Just talk, talk to the audience, please. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit、uh, out of it today, I think. Media stars. What's this from the the last?、Uh... I got it. Okay.
that's it. Thank you, everyone, for coming to the you know this、uh, what is it called the room,、mm-hmm. our streaming room, yeah, and talk to us and just by you guys watching, we're just so great, appreciate it. Is there anything you want to say、I、to s- them? I'm just、uh, grateful that you come here to listen to us、uh, today, and、uh, if you're stuck with us this whole time,、uh, thank you. you know. Yes, thank you, thank you. So、uh, next time we will try to bring more、um, uh, better. Uh, you know, topic to talk about.、Mm-hmm. So that's it for today. Thank you, thank you. It's been a time. F- Do you think time fast today, huh? I think time flies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So bye. Bye. 再见。Bye. 再见。再见。再见。再见。And and the take down the CCP. Um, I forgot. 共产党你完了。共产党你完了。Bye. Bye.